Well, there's only one real thing the Bruins need to worry about offensively. What is it? Well, I think it's pretty obvious. Shouldn't we all know? Well, if you don't, I'll tell you and explain the reasons why with Locked On UCLA. You are Locked On UCLA, your daily podcast on the UCLA Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody, it's your favorite host, it's Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer, diehard Bruins fan, D1 play-by-play broadcaster, it's Locked On UCLA, it's your free podcast, it's free every day, it's available, thanks for making it your first listen each and every day, it's available wherever you get your podcasts, YouTube, uh, subscribe, comment, like, it's free wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is, thanks for tuning in, and thanks for making it your first listen, as we get right to it, UCLA SC, one of the bigger matchups between these two teams, Overall, in their history, this will only be the 27th time in their football program's respective histories for UCLA and SC, where both teams are ranked and they've played. And for UCLA, they actually hold the all-time series record when it comes to both teams being ranked UCLA all-time 13-12-1. And if you don't include one of the vacated USC wins, then the Bruins are technically now 13-11 and one over the Trojans when it comes to ranked wins. How do the Bruins get another off a very disappointing loss from the week prior? Well, offensively, UCLA needs, 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 needs to take care of the ball. Obviously, obviously. Who leads the country when it comes to most interceptions or close to the best turnover margin amongst teams in the country? Well, USC has the best turnover margin in the country. What does that mean? Obviously, well, you got to turn up the team, you got to turn over the opposition. USC is in especially in the early early weeks of the season against their super stellar competition as we like to make fun of UCLA's non-conference competition. They were really good at turning over their opposition. Caleb Williams has not turned it over all too many times and thus they are plus 17 in turnover margin. How many turnovers you forced versus how many they've given up. And for USC, well, when it comes to 15 interceptions, five fumble recoveries with only two interceptions thrown and one fumble lost, that's going to lead yourselves to a big, big day. And for UCLA, the thing is, they've got Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who as a sophomore led the country When it came to turning the ball over, 19 individually has really brought that back into his own, figuring that out the last few years into his senior campaign. But for Dorian Thompson-Robinson, he himself has turned it over three times last couple of games, a pick, a couple of fumbles, mixing, matching those two things. And it's the Bruins who need to avoid the turnover, which they largely have this year. In 2022, UCLA does have a plus three turnover margin. They forced 14 turnovers from the opposition, but have lost it 11 times. DTR with only four picks this year, figuring out the other pick going to garbage. So the key for UCLA against this Trojan defense that is hell-bent on opportunistic defense 
that UCLA needs to not fall into giving them an opportunity to stop the Bruins from scoring. SC in the last four games has given up on average 33 points per game, and that includes a dominant win for the Trojans against Colorado. UCLA, and while you guys are going to like this number, technically over the last four games, UCLA, even including the Oregon game, has given up one point less than USC their last four games. UCLA has given up 32. So this is going to be a high-scoring matchup, and for the Bruins, they need to maximize all their potential into ending it in the end zone. And I have always this year really emphasized this matchup for UCLA in terms of red zone opportunities, red zone scoring, red zone touchdowns. But in the end, it's going to come down to UCLA not turning over the football and on their own right, maybe forcing one to two. One, if they're lucky. Two, if they're in a dream scenario, considering USC has only turned it over three times all season. And for a Bruins team that really, largely, has taken care of the football, especially in the DTR era, DTR era with Chip Kelly, both those being the same, a lot better this season. And when they win the turnover margin, they are fairly dominant. When the Bruins lose, well, you can see what happens. Even if it's not the crazy end-all, be-all like it was against Arizona, UCLA, you lose the turnover margin. means the bend-but-don't-break defense was bending and breaking without a pick. And then UCLA's offense gave up a turnover of some sort. And for UCLA, here they are looking down the faces of their crosstown bitter rivals of USC. And the Bruins need to avoid likes of Kalen Bullock, who's got four interceptions, and keep DTR upright when USC also has, if it comes down to those long situations, and it's third and long, second and long, you're behind the chains, who does USC have? Unfortunately, the Bruins will be facing Tuli, Tui Pulatu, who's got the who's got the most sacks in the country right now, 11 and a half, three and a half more than Leatu Latu, who's 12th in the country when it comes to sacks. So for UCLA, they're facing the best team in the country in turnover margin, one of the best teams at turning it over, at forcing turnovers, and one of the best defenses at getting picks. Well, going back through the weeks for USC, Early on in the season, they were really good at forcing turnovers, and 15 of those came in the first five weeks of the season. So back to that number where USC in the last four games has given up 33 points per game. They have figured it out, five turnovers forced in the last four weeks, but they have twice forced four or more turnovers from the opposition, largely recognized in that Oregon State game where the Trojans barely beat Oregon State despite forcing a lot of turnovers. If UCLA can avoid, avoid, avoid DTR costly turnovers, then the Bruins can be good. And DTR has been really good at taking care of the football. 70% completion percentage. Having fairly similar numbers to largely the the, the quarterbacks in the, the Pac-12. They all, all the best of the... All the good teams, the better teams, their quarterbacks have similar numbers. Caleb Williams can have more touchdowns than DTR for sure. That's because UCLA has the best tailback in the country in terms of yards per carry. And I think you only have to be a caveat there. They're the best running back in the country. And that is the difference. UCLA, if they can take care of the football, control possession, control their tempo, whether it's be up, if they're going to really speed things up, go crazy fast, even slow things down take control of the game, 
dictate the pace, and not abandon Zach Charbonnet. And hopefully, for the Bruins, they can get some reinforcements back, like Kaz Allen, maybe a Keegan Jones. We'll see Kaz Allen slowly building up throughout the week in practice, reportedly. He was an important threat for UCLA. Last year, Zach Charbonnet was important. So the Bruins can get those big play combos, those grinded-down combos for Charbonnet, DTR combined with a Kaz Allen or someone in the passing game, and UCLA takes care of the football, it could be a long day at the office for the USC defense if they can do those things. Again, 15 interceptions for this USC defense. Bullock, who's got four interceptions this year, that's two off the nation's lead, four individually of the 15 Trojan picks. If DTR, who last year threw two interceptions against the USC defense, can avoid the little turnover bug he's had these last couple of weeks, if he can avoid that, it could very well still be a very successful week for the Bruins offensively. But if UCLA turns this ball over two or more times, we're not looking at a pretty game. It will not be good if the Bruins turn it over two or more times because the defense is going to have to step up. How? Well, I'll tell you after we tell you about Nugenics Total T. Because if you remember, how do you get that winning hormone? Remember when winning felt easy, like with UCLA last year against SC in the Coliseum? Well, that's because you're younger, not necessarily in UCLA's case, but when you remember how it was easy, you were at the peak of your testosterone production, and that's what some may have called as the winner's hormone. If you want that winner's edge again to get that old swagger back in your step, then you want more energy in order to counter the negative physical effects of aging. Nugenics Total T has got testosterone boosters with Testofen. They help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, and they get you better results in the gym and help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. Again, Nugenics Total Tea contains man-boosting key ingredients like testophen, has been validated in five clinical studies to show it boosts free testosterone levels in men. Nugenics Total Tea, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC, and Nugenics Total Tea overall can help re-energize your life, get you back to the powerful, confident, good-looking warrior, Bruin, you used to be. You can get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text the word college to 2321. Text now, get a bottle of Nugenics Thermal, the most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you shape back, get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text college to 231231. Again, it's college. Text the word college to 231231. Text enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates apply. They may apply. Again, get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Sold Tea when you text college to 231-231. Boom. There we go. Bruins, do not turn it over as we welcome you back to Locked On to UCLA. Zach Anderson, Yox, and I were talking about how the Bruins can have a great day offensively. Again, a little mini point B, don't abandon to run. You got the best tailback in the country. Get some health offensively if it comes down to Kaz Allen coming back. He was dynamic against USC a year ago. We'll get to that later on in this podcast when we bring back Throwback Thursday, right? But for now, UCLA, if they're going to have to win this game, obviously they're going to need to put up more than 28 points like they did against Arizona against one of the country's worst defenses. And against USC, they've been playing recently, not like the defense that's been forcing so many turnovers in the first few weeks of the season, 15 in the first five weeks, and while UCLA hasn't been a slouch in forcing turnovers, they've certainly not been any world beaters when it comes to 
stopping, quote-unquote, the Oregon offense or Jaden Delora or whoever they faced, even ASU a couple weeks ago where they gave up 36 points in a game where they led big and let them back in. How does UCLA get to Caleb Williams? Well, we've talked about this earlier in the podcast. In the end, it's going to come down to turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. If the Bruins turn it over, then USC is going to go down and score a bunch of points. If UCLA can get one of those back or force a turnover on the upper hand, like that legendary game 10 years ago where they forced the very early pick off of Matt Barkley, the Eric McNeil interception, those are just recent times of big turnovers forced by the UCLA defense. Last year, they forced two picks on Jackson Dart. Can the Bruins get a key turnover? It's rare. If the Bruins force one turnover in this game against USC, a team that's only had three turnovers all year, the slippery Caleb Williams, who is tough to go. I remember watching Joel Klatt not too long ago show how the likes of Caleb Williams can beat you in so many different ways, whether it's just the way he sits back in the pocket with time, whether it's facing pressure, whatever it may be. If the Bruins can get a turnover, somehow force some pressure, and not just pressure, again, make sure that Delora does not haunt you twice with the likes of the second coming or what may be the better version of it in Caleb Williams weaving through the defense and staying on his feet. Can the Bruins force the turnover? A fumble? We'll see. Remember, USC, unfortunately, they lost their leading tailback, Travis Dye, out for the season with a, a bad injury in that Colorado game a week ago. So the real question is, how is USC going to combat the loss of a big dynamic threat and the Oregon transfer offensively and how much more will be put on to Caleb Williams' shoulders. Can UCLA sit back, especially with their defensive coordinator and Bill McGovern, who has been missing and still has, from what we've heard, been ill and a no-show at practice and may, may be questionable to even show up in the booth for a four-consecutive missed game for the Bruins. Has that been the difference between UCLA's good or bad defensive performances? Either way, UCLA, their numbers when it comes to giving up points per game has been largely the same defensively. Can they get pressure? And as Chip Kelly said at practice at the beginning of the week, can they make tackles, keep things in front, and do the simple things, do the good things that good defenses do? Cliche, cliche, cliche. But it is a very cliche performance. You just need to do your job. And can the Bruins secondary not get beat up? They are what I've heard it seems like with Bo Calvert banged up. Even I've heard Devin Kirkwood reports coming out of practice quite a bit banged up. So even the UCLA defense banged up against a USC offense missing one of their lethal running back threats, the lethal tailback for the Trojan offense. So can UCLA's defense find a way to get one back? It's coming down to turnovers. If UCLA's defense forces one turnover, I think that's a clear UCLA win. If they can force one turnover in this game against USC, I think that's a recipe for maybe not an easy UCLA win against USC, but they can force something that SC has not had to deal with almost all year long, albeit they did do it against Colorado last week. They can get Caleb Williams flustered, under pressure, get those tackles for loss, get him under duress, and tackle him and not have them be so elusive like Delora was for the Wildcats not too long ago. And the Bruins could be made for success. What does success mean? Well, it might be 50 to 49. It might be 34 to 33. But in the end, success comes down to keeping the victory bell in blue 
and ringing it all night long, back-to-back years, and keeping it in Westwood, bringing it home in Pasadena, bring it back to Westwood, and enjoying it for another season. So if the Bruins can get that one turnover defensively, who is it going to be? I don't know, but someone's got to step up. Make the tackles. Don't let USC do something dynamic in what they may not have they may not even be as dynamic as they've showcased. They can get to a slow start. Can the Bruins get out to that quick start? Can they get to it and be excited and ready to go and not be mistaken, be mistake prone throughout the rest and not make it back to back weeks of mistake filled performances? Get do your job despite being a little banged up defensively. And especially, hopefully, the offense doesn't put them in a bad spot. A turnover where USC has it at the Bruins 20 where they start. Then you can't really hurt the defense there. And a lot of people are talking about the Arizona game. It wasn't on the defense. I gave blame all the way around D plus performances, offense, defense, special teams. You're going to need a really great performance. An A performance may not be a sparkling performance, but it may be winning in key battles like a turnover margin where USC does not lose that battle in the majority of 2022. UCLA has got to be very close in that turnover margin to win this one against the Trojans. Well, it wasn't so long ago that UCLA won, and despite being underdogs at home, where for some reason the Bruins seem to thrive being the underdog at home, whether it be big games this year against Utah, underdogs even at Oregon, UCLA underdogs against USC. So how do you deal with that? Well, the Bruins, who couldn't handle being three-score favorites, they want to be underdogs. And that might be better because BetOnline is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Maybe you should hit that Bruins cover line and maybe hit it Bruins money line. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer to esports, they've got it all with BetOnline. You love sports podcasts, you can find those with BetOnline as well because they've got all the info for what lines to hit with this pretty crazy over-unders, lines, different looks for this UCLASC game. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website or use your mobile device right now. Look at BetOnline, type it in to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. And where I thought we could end this podcast with Locked On UCLA, well, I thought we can have a nice throwback Thursday. And what was I going to pick for throwback Thursday for the UCLA SC week? Hmm. Was I going to dig back in the past? Remember a rainy game from 10 years ago, a big 06 upset. Do I remember the eight in a row? Well, you know, way back when. No, we're going to go back to last year, November 20th, 2021 where UCLA demolished the Trojans in the Coliseum. You remember it. Why not bring it up again and why the victory bell is in blue right now? Even DTR brings up this performance. He wants to put up more than 62. Are those fighting words? Those are definitely fighting words. UCLA fight, fight, fight. And how do we do it? All right, to wrap it up, let's go back to that 62-33 to win in the Coliseum a year ago. Again, it was close early. It seemed like it might be one of those high-scoring games, slightly like how the 2019 game almost started, except the Bruins got the special team's big plays and pulled away late and put up big numbers against the Trojans on the road in the first game with the crowd in two years, back in 2021. So what were those numbers 
for UCLA against USC. Well, DTR, over 70% completion percentage, 16 for 22. He only threw it 22 times, 16 completions, four touchdowns, albeit two picks. But DTR, four touchdowns, 349 yards in the air with four TDs. Charbonnet, fantastic. Pretty easy to bank on that. Zach Charbonnet, 167 yards, one touchdown, averaging six yards a pop. If that's any indication of what may be to come against a Trojan team this year that allows four and a half yards per carry, well, UCLA could hopefully be in for a good one against USC this year. Charbonnet, one touchdown on the ground, yet DTR, who had 46 yards on the ground, 11 carries, two touchdowns, including the fantastic hurdle that got Joe Davis going crazy when the Bruins were laying it on the Trojans. UCLA in the receiving game. Well, Kyle Phillips, 80 yards, two touchdowns, six receptions. Greg Dolchich, now Bronco, 75 yards, no touchdowns. Kyle Phillips, Titans organization, at least he was. And then Kaz Allen, three receptions, 115 yards, and two touchdowns in the air, not including his 100-yard kickoff return touchdown that really blew this game open as the Bruins were fantastic all around the, the dime. UCLA in that game against USC defensively, three sacks, 10 tackles for loss, and two interceptions of then-USC quarterback Jackson Dart, 325 yards, only a touchdown, two picks, and the Bruins really to keep really able to keep this SC team in check. Other than Gary Bryant Jr., the Bruins dominated, put up 60 points in the Coliseum. Why not? Why not remember it? 31st downs overall. The Bruins, again, 260 yards rushing, 349 yards passing, and DTR with the Bruins putting up 600 yards of offense, nine, y- nine yards per p- play, and no fumbles. And even though the Bruins did turn it over twice, they got two turnovers from USC. That's the key theme of today's episode, albeit... If they turn it over two times to the Bruins, it's not probably coming back two times this year. UCLA puts up 62. Remember that, 62. Will that happen this year? Will it be 62, 61? Will it be something crazy? Who knows? The Bruins, with a dominant win against the Trojans last year, thought we should remember it because we got to bring it up. UCLA in the red zone last year was 4 of 5. They were dominant. UCLA in third downs, 6 of 9. And despite not possessing the ball more than SC did, they didn't need to. Because most of the time, that ball ended in the opposition's end zone, scoring time after time after time as Barmira was forced to come out and have eight PATs as the Bruins dominant. Drummel, bam, let's go. Strike the band. UCLA kicked SC's butt. That's why we go with Throwback Thursday. We bring back the good memories as we hope the Bruins do the same in 2022. Will it be a big margin? I'm not expecting a big margin of victory for either side. Will there be a lot of points if for the over-unders closer to the 70s? Uh, might be blown out of the water, as I was joking with my brother. Maybe hit the under. Who knows? Is that your throwback Thursday? UCLA beating SC last year, bringing the victory belt back to UCLA, 62-33. Put up those big points against the Trojans again. That's the hope. That's the dream, and we'll see how it all goes and how it all plays out after it's all said and done. Remember, 34 second chance, second half points, three separate quarters where the Bruins put up two or more touchdowns. 
Charbonnet, DTR, and Kaz Allen were the stars. And hopefully a healthy Kaz Allen can play like he did against Arizona State, be healthy, and be a game changer like he was a year ago. Maybe even a Jake Bobo 100-yard receiving game. All that and more as we wrap up the week, heading into the UCLA-SC game. But I thought Throwback Thursday, why not bring it back? Don't turn it over. Wink, wink. And get the Bruins back to it. Make Locked On Sports Today your second listen. They've got free podcasts just like this one is wherever you get your podcasts, even on YouTube. Big game recaps. Hopefully, come the weekend, it'll be UCLA beats SC again. That'll be good. Big take of the day. Hopefully, just put in UCLA beat SC. And then thirdly, eh, they got big headlines. UCLA picks off Caleb Williams five times. No, no, no. no. It's, it's not happening. That's not happening. Go check out Locked On Sports Today. That's your second listen. Thanks for making Locked On UCLA your first listen each and every day. Like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Thanks for all the support, UCLA fans. It's time. A clap time, baby. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. UCLA. UCLA. BSC. This has been Locked On UCLA. Go Bruins. BSC.